Do you ever wonder what happened to your friends from high school? I mean, you were so close. You laughed together, you cried together, you shared some of the best years of your lives together, and yet, somehow through life, you just lost touch. Now it's time to relive those moments once again. Introducing the podcast that takes you back in time to the place where it all began. This is Class Reunion. We're bringing you all the gossip, secrets, and scandals from your high school days that you won't want to miss. Join us as we catch up with old classmates and dive into the wildest stories from our high school days. From those legendary parties to the infamous cliques, we're spilling all the tea on who's who and what really went down. So grab a seat, turn your volume up, and get ready for a trip down memory lane. Class Reunion, the podcast that reunites us all. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Class Reunion. Today, I am doing another homage to a neighborhood. It's my neighborhood. We're going to call it the Eldridge Lane Gang. We did it with Forest Wood, and today we have everyone from my street on Eldridge Lane. So it's going to be a little emotional because it hits home, and I'm very excited and nervous to be reunited with such close friends that carved my childhood and made some great memories. So I just want to make sure I go around the room and introduce everyone. Beth, why don't you start first? Beth Brownson, and we lived um, basically right around the corner and across the street from you, Leanne. Uh, yep. Right on Eldridge Lane in Greenfreeze North. We moved in in 1966 when we were about two years old. Excellent. Yvonne? So it's Yvonne Picard, Louisville now. And we were the first house when you turned on to Eldridge. And I'm, when you said when you moved in, I'm trying to remember, I think I was four years old. So maybe 1968, nine. Somewhere mm -hmm. in there. Me too, Yvonne. Julie? Julie Morrow, PETA now. Um, we lived straight down Eldridge right before the curve. Mm -hmm. um, just after the curve, maybe right across from the Brownsons. Mm -hmm. And we moved in when I was one. So it was 1968. And Becca? Yes, Becca Brownson, Eshelman now. And yes, yeah, same as Beth. We were in between the Aronsons and the Chamberlains. And right yes. across from Tim Catchpole. And Beth and Becca are twins. So we're going to talk about that real quick. But Yvonne and I, before we started, we were talking about that bend in the road and how it just changes who you ended up knowing or what your memories are because you have all these curves through this Cranbrook subdivision, which is what the whole neighborhood was called. And it's just interesting who connects with who in, you know, based on where they, where they live. So um, Eldridge Lane was named Eldridge Lane because at the tip of the front entrance of uh, Eldridge Lane was Mrs. Eldridge. And I always wondered, I know some of you have blueprints of like the, the first, you know, homes. I think we're all original first time owners. I wonder how she was able to nab that name knowing that Cranbrook subdivision was so large as a whole. Does anybody know? how she got the rights to that street. I thought someone said that she, I, I don't know if she donated the property or when she sold it, part of that when she, when it was transferred was that she wanted us to be able to have access to Birmingham schools. So that, that front section had to be allowed to, to have access to the Birmingham schools. And I'm sure that was part of the whole thing where they named That's the really cool, Yvonne. I didn't even know that. Yeah, the house and she's gone, and there's four houses I there. I know. And 
I I loved her house, and then it was this spooky enigma of like nobody ever really went on that property. So it was a weird. I'm sure she was a lovely person, but like you just didn't go. You know, Sarah Catchpole and I one time wrote a note and took flowers to her. Oh, and she didn't answer the door. Someone else did, but um, we were like, I wonder we it, because we were always like, who is this Mrs. Eldridge? I know. <laughs> I just wanted to see inside of that house. Yeah. Yeah. I think by then she was very old already. Um, so, so when they did sell that house, when it went up for sale, uh, my sister, Diane and me went and went through the house. And it was very different than what we thought as kids. Right. Um, it was definitely not as um, grand as what we envisioned it. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was very interesting to go through and they had a massive uh, safe in the basement with the name Aldridge on it. I mean, so there was some very interesting things about it. Oh, but, I love that. Yeah. That just puts yeah. some intrigue into the whole yeah. thing. And Yvonne, I don't know how you survived because when we would have, I don't know if it was a you know, storm or whatever the case was, her alarm would go off. Do you remember that? And we oh, call yes. the police for days. Yes. It would go on for days. So, I, you know, if we could hear it, you certainly did because you were right there. Uh, that's cool. Okay. So also there was a stream that went behind some of our homes. And I wanted to ask Beth and Becca, um, did you feel left out is the wrong word, but did you want to know what it was like to live behind the river or the stream? Uh, yeah, exactly. Because it, it went straight behind Nancy Royal's house, as I recall. And I do remember when they got a big crane in and like they stretched out the the creek or something, they had something, some major equipment down at some point. However, um, I remember always riding our bikes down to the front end of the creek, right right by, we always called it the creek, right? Yeah. Right by your house, Yvonne. Right by by your house. And you could go down. It's all grown up right now. And you can't see even the water right now. But we would go down and we would like throw sticks and throw rocks in it. And I always remember. For there hours. Was like, hours. I mean, we would just throw junk in there. And yeah. I remember there was some kind of, it must have been a wood uh, pipe sticking out of it. But it was just curved. and It was all, you know, it just, I kept thinking it was a snake. That was one of my like five-year-old memories. Right. <laughs> Did anyone fall in? I did. Oh, yeah. We go ice skating on it all the time. We did too, Julie. This is a picture of when they were digging it (gasps) from our backyard. Uh, I think it was basically a drainage ditch, right? Yes. It didn't hold a purpose. It wasn't like it was a river runs through it. It was like meant to, yeah. yeah. Oh, we knew people who walked down through it and and came out on the other side of the street. Right. It's like, over oh, for water. sure. Sometimes mm. you saw a canoe, which I don't know how they got through, uh, but there would be a canoe every once in a while. And then I had ice skates. I'm sure we all had ice yeah. skates. But Julie, I have a sad memory and I wanted to know if you, I know, can I bring that up? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm going to say. Isn't yeah. it funny after all these years, we know exactly what the memories yes. are. We were all ice skating, I think playing hockey and Poor Butterscotch, that was the cat's name, right? Yeah. Poor Butterscotch was found frozen underneath the ice. Can you imagine Julie's heart? Like what? I mean, it was shocking. Yeah. And and, like, I don't think it was an accident. Oh, Oh, I'm getting the scoop. What do you think? Oh, wow. Some neighborhood um, 
<gasps> oh, some kids did it? Yeah. I hope it wasn't my brother's. No, it wasn't anyone here's brother. <laughs> Just throwing them out there right under the bus. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, you know, Julie, that rings a bell and I don't know what, yeah, that does ring a bell, which yeah. made it even worse because he was yeah. missing or she or, yeah, and you I don't were, even, yeah, I don't know yet. We were young, but I mean, I still yeah. remember you being worried about the cat and just the shock in horror of us skating around and then and finding poor butterscotch mm. oh yeah it was horrible but we still had fun at the creek <laughs> i i mean it's such a strange weird classic story of like a weird you know it's it sure is a memory that's for sure yeah yeah and then yvonne you definitely lived at the end where um it was cool with all those trees, and we what would ride. What did we call that? I, I know there was a name. The field. We, the field. The field. Oh, that's right. So yeah. scientific. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> lots of forts were built there, and uh huh. Um, just lots of and fun. the ramps for the yep. we ride our bikes down in those pines and yep. yes, and all the sap. I I grew up with sap on my hands all the time, but I do have a memory and. Oh, all it was, kinds of things. It, it was like you could just use your imagination and get lost in it. And I think, I think it was Larry. Tell me if you remember this. I got stuck in the tree and I couldn't find my way down. I climbed it a thousand and one times, but I went up a couple branches too high. And I just, I got really, really nervous. And one of your brothers, I don't know who it was, Yvonne, came. You went to the house, thank God, right there. And he guided me down and I'll never forget that. Cause I was a, I was totally embarrassed, Aww. but like, but like, I just, I loved climbing those trees. I just wanted to go as high as I could. You just felt like you were above the clouds. I would, it sounds just like Larry. I mean, with having five brothers, it sure could have been, you know, one of the others, but that sounds just like Larry. Doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was Dennis. Do you guys, I think it was Larry. <laughs> yes. Go ahead, Julie. Do you guys remember, I think it was the Forehands who built the bridge across Oh, for sure. The creek? We all yes. three had bridges. So it was Did you have a bridge had, too? So our bridge actually, and this is a Larry story, is that down by 13, our bridge was there. And Larry asked him what they were going to do with it. And the guy said, we're going to get rid of it. And he said, can we have it? And he said, you got to go ask your dad. And so then they brought that down. And then the forehands built theirs. And then the Conwells, Mr. Conwell was high up in GM. And he had the engineers there uh, design his bridge. So we used (laughs) to have a bridge walk. Every Memorial Day we had, or I'm sorry, Labor Day. We had the Labor Day bridge walk across uh, the Conwell's Bridge. Oh, that's a great memory. I remember yours and Forehands. And I remember the Forehands had the Brownie Troops. And I sat in my backyard and watched. And what did they turn into? Oh, Girl Scouts. So um, they crossed the bridge. When they crossed the bridge, they turned into Girl Scouts. Isn't that yes. a cute little ceremony? Yes, yes it yeah. is. Um, any other creek stories before we, we move on? That was just a fun, cool thing that we grew up with. It was a lot of fun. It made a great backdrop for when we had uh, plays in Nancy Royal's backyard. <laughs> no, we're definitely. <laughs> okay, we can move on to that one. So <laughs> we were. We were the queens of imagination and Yvonne And pretend. Oh, and pretend. Playing pretend. Gosh, Yvonne was always roped in. Julie was always roped in. It was like we alternated who would all be in. But there was a, was it Jesus Christ Superstar? Oh, that's the only one I remember. Who knows how many Oh, we've had, I've had 
organ concerts in my bedroom and oh, yeah, home on the range. Oh, geez. I, I charged a penny with Nancy. My mom was like, quit playing that song over and over. But my favorite memory about that was, first of all, your photo, Beth, was so elaborate. We were serious. <laughs> you, we had like legit costumes and we rehearsed. We totally did. We had a we, script, I remember. Yes. And <laughs> yeah, oh, look at that. <laughs> look at that. That's you in the middle, Julie. No, that's oh. Nancy in the middle. And Nancy. I remember we got like people came to watch us. Yes. We Chairs went door were... to door knocking. <laughs> Bring a chair, come to Nancy's backyard. <laughs> and they did. Yes. But here's the... we, I remember we sh I said we should have cookies at the end. <laughs> Bring oh. cookies. Oh my gosh. I want to say we had brochures or something, or we wrote out programs. Um, a program? I know we wrote because what's that famous song? I know the one. I don't know how to love him. That's yes, yes, yes. yes. yes that's it. Okay. So mature we were. And I somebody know, had were we like seven or something. <laughs> <laughs> Who were we apple doing? dress? The tree, the apple. So this is where my parents started to lose faith early on in me. I obviously couldn't memorize lines or had a singing talent because I was chosen to be the apple tree for Adam and Eve. And all I did, because I must have said, oh, I have an apple dress. And they're like, okay, you can be the apple. And I stood there, just stood there like a tree, no lines. And of course, I'm so proud because I love the production. And my, I get home and my parents are like, really? We went all that way. For you to have to be a prop, you <laughs> killed it as the yeah. tree, Leanne. You killed it <laughs> totally. Well, we I brought Adam me. down. I brought Adam down. We probably um, had to play like at three o'clock in the afternoon, so that you know, parents had to come home from work or get oh. whatever they were doing. Oh my gosh! And funny. so I, wasn't it uh, Nancy like the instigator? I mean, because her mom was very. Um, Dreama. Uh, Dreama. Dreama was very dramatic. Yeah. But she, I mean, she was a singer and she taught drama. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know how, I think we did more than just, I think we just loved plays. I think we loved mm -hmm. pretending, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know. I thought we were pretty, pretty creative, but okay. So I love that story. So let's go to swimming pools. <laughs> I mean, it was like you were extra cool. So Yvonne had a pool. It was epic and it was in ground along with Julie's. And I just remember thinking I'm in heaven because your mom would come out with sliced watermelon, just cut it up right at the table. And we would just sit there and eat watermelon all day and swim. And I was like, this is, this is better than cranberry. <laughs> oh, there oh it my is. Gosh. Oh my gosh. How That's fun. you, Leanne. Oh, look at it. I could never fit into that today. There was there was one picture I could not find where we're both looking at the camera, just smiling and smiling. Oh. But yeah. Well, did pool. your pool, you had, so you both moved in with and built the pools, correct? Or did they come later? So ours, we came with an above ground that my parents had at their previous house. And then okay. I think it was like just when we started late uh elementary middle school they built that in-ground pool okay so boy that's that all i later. remember was that okay yeah. and julie we put ours in a couple years after we moved in and the company that put it in the man who owned it his nephew was there one summer helping him his parents were in the military 
uh, his dad was in the military in Europe. And so he was in the States for the summer and working for his uncle for his pool company. And my sister ended up marrying him. Oh my and God. We'll have been married for 50 years in January. <laughs> are, are you talking about Sandra? Sandy. Yeah. Sandy oh, no. and Scott. Scott helped put in our pool. Oh my gosh. I had no idea. What a great yeah. story. Poor guy. Yeah. Aww. Well, who the was from boy. Germany? Because I remember the cuckoo clock somebody came back with. Huh? Yes, yes. His family was stationed in Ger- His parents were stationed okay. in Germany. Okay, so maybe that's where I thought he was originally from. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Well, we had a German cuckoo clock, too. Oh. Yes, you did. You did. Woo-hoo. For a long time, but I don't yes. know. What happened to that? But anyways, I remember we did not have a swimming pool. So we no. relied on the invitations of other people. Yeah. And I you do ride your bike have, around. Yes. I'm so yes. hot. I'm so hot. I just happened to have my bathing suit on. <laughs> oh, this whole thing under my t-shirt. <laughs> no, you, your mom was so good, Julie, about inviting us over. Have the girls come over, use the pool. Yeah, your mom it, too. Yeah. It was always. Yeah. Lots of fun. And I do remember, so Julie had hair down to her her bottom. And if we were going to go swimming, I just remember the arduous process of your mom having to brush your hair and make sure it was in a ponytail. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that is such beautiful hair. But it looked so painful to like go all the way down your golden locks. It was amazing. That's so funny because when I was probably six or seven, um, I was in the pool constantly. Yeah. Know, first thing in the morning, all day, probably you too, Yvonne, right? Like first thing in the morning, all day long and always in a ponytail to keep my hair. And my mom took the ponytail out one day and there was like mildew on my hair. And she said, oh, guess what, Julie, you're getting your hair cut today. And <laughs> off she took me to the beauty shop and the whole ponytail came off. <laughs> was it just from like all the chlorine too and stuff? Yeah, just from oh my, my hair was never dry because it, it was always dry. wet under that. Well, Yvonne, you had long hair too. Was yours like that? Yeah, and I I did too. I was lucky, but yeah. Wow. And we go to the four hands too, uh, because they had the above ground and we would do the, um, when you would run around in a circle to make the um, the whirlpool whirlpool or whatever. And then they put in a a, uh, built-in too later. Oh, they did? Yeah. But it used to be fun because we would, because we were the first house we could drive from 13 and then we would see Johnny and Kevin jump out over our fence to leave our pool when we were coming home from somewhere, which was so classic. Funny. You know, then they'd just be sitting outside waiting for us to invite them back in. But it was like, we know you were there. That's <laughs> hilarious. We did pool hop, but I tried to oh, go in other neighbors. I went in other neighborhoods so that I wasn't always in my own neighborhood. So I also had this Cranbrook Swim Club we had to join because my parents were just kind of like, you can't keep stalking these people. So we belonged to Cranbrook Swim Club where I had to ride my bike up there every summer. And that's the other weird thing when we talk about when your kids are being raised, like I was on the bike, went up there. They don't even know if I ever got there. And I would be there all day and come home. And we've all raised, you know, kids. It's like, isn't it amazing that I know we do these contrasts, but it is still so strange to me that there was just an abundance of trust and independence. And, yeah. Do you remember our signals? Oh, for dinner? Yeah. And when it was time to come in? Yeah. So uh, I had a dinner bell. Um, and it was a black bell in the back of my yard. Yvonne, I think somebody had a whistle. My dad would whistle. Okay. And you knew you had to be home. <laughs> Your yes. dad did the whistle with his... It was, exactly, yes. Julie. 
The yes. Hatchpoles had a whistle whistle. Okay. Yes. And what was yours? What I, I had a cowbell. Was... Ours was a cowbell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Your mom would stand on the porch. Yep. Uh-huh. I think our mom just yelled, dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone came. <laughs> the Chamberlains had a bell. I remember they had yes. a certain yeah, bell. Yeah, they had a bell. And yeah. we all knew our bell. Our <laughs> Everyone sounds. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Knew, oh. <laughs> right. And you just came racing down the street on bikes. If you didn't have a bike, you were you, you had nothing to do. No. We had bikes, and we were just on them all day long. All day. So yes. one of my classics – so let's go to bikes because one of my classic stories is putting the deck of like a card – and yes. remember, you'd take a clothespin to make it click, sound click, like click, it was click, a click, click, click. like a motorcycle. Well, that's a terrible sound. But, you know, I don't know how to do the sound. But do you remember doing that and just mm-hmm. thinking oh, you yes. were so cool? And next to you, Julie, were the Bartlemays. Yes. And they were close friends of my parents. My mom was yes. really, really good friends with Nor- uh, Kay. And um, Mr. Bartleway would sit on the front porch and he would call me Ann Lee and he would scream at the top of his lungs, Ann Lee, get off my sidewalk. And it was like, I was so fierce. I'm thinking he owns this property. I don't know how to get around, right? Not, it would, he would get such a kick out of it. And I would just ride really fast with my cart. But I mean, it was just, Ann Lee was the name he called me and screamed from that porch. Do you remember what happened? To the Bartle Maze? Do you remember that story? Yeah. Oh, with the fire? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Their so, coffee. Yeah. Yeah. They're, my, we had a little garden at the side of our house. Mm-hmm. And one day my dad was out checking the tomatoes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he thought he heard a, and it was right next to the Bartle Maze. Mm-hmm. And he thought he heard something. And he turned and looked at the Bartle Maze house. And the brick wall was kind of bowing. and he thought am i seeing like you know what i must he went over and he touched it and it was burning hot Mm -hmm. and he looked in and he could see the flames and so he told my mom to call the fire department and they told me to go down to your house leanne yeah to get a key okay no one knew if norman was home their son son Uh uh-huh they we knew the bartlemays were at work but no one knew if norman he was in college and was home yeah. Sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. And so they said, but Julie, don't be panicky. And I said, okay. So I went down and rang your doorbell and your mom came to the door and was like, hi. <laughs> I was like, hi. And she said, well, what's up? Well, we were just wondering if you had a key to the Bartlemay's house. And she says, well, yes. Why do you ask? Well, their house is on fire. <laughs> then your whole family was like, oh, no, why didn't you say that? <laughs> Everyone goes flying to get get, uh, get stuff. And and, and, and finally, I, I did too well at not being panicky, I guess. <laughs> well, I hope Norman wasn't in the house. Norman wasn't, but no. Betsy. Do you remember the dog, Betsy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Betsy was. And before even the fire department got there, a bunch of it might have your dad might have been one of them, Beth and Becca. 
came and brought hoses and opened the door and smoke just billowed out but they called the dog and the dog came out so and one of them it might have been mr aronson it might have been your dad too went Mm -hmm. in to check for norman because he he worked at a hotel a lot uh, late at night so his shifts were yeah and it was where i learned the takeaway of unplugging your appliances when you go Mm -hmm. on vacation I still don't always do it, but I'm con- I am still to this day so conscious of it because yeah. I think it was a coffee maker, I believe. It was and it just short it short circuited and um, quite quite a bit of damage. Okay, so then I want to move to the Burks. We had two on our street. So yes. there was Terry Burke and Kevin and that family next to me, but around the bend <laughs> in the next court was Denise Burke, and I forget what her parents' names were, forgive me. But my dad summoned the father to call our house as Santa every year. And I thought it was cool because I would know your family's voices, like your your father's voices, I think, if I answered the phone. I didn't know who this man was for the life of me. Like, I, it just didn't sound familiar. And he would go through and have a couple things that I did right and wrong and you know, help my brother, didn't help my brother, gave him a concussion, you know, those things. And <laughs> and isn't that cool that for years that man, because my parents weren't really close with them, like they weren't down at our house a lot, but he, yeah. that man would call the house and pretend to be oh, Santa. Sweet. Yeah. Does anyone else that have any amazing. memory of like some cool thing that, you know, you partnered with neighbors? Yeah. On? You know what? I remember when our little brother Rob was born because we uh-huh. were about six, six and a half years old and he was, my mom went into labor in the middle of the night and it was, um, it was Mr. Catchpole that came in the middle Aww. of the night and Aww. stayed with us with Aww. just Becca and I. And then, you know, until, so my dad could take my mom to the hospital or whatever. And he just was, I was, I was just a wee, wee little bit scared of him. <laughs> I don't know why. Because he was a train conductor? (laughs) Train conductor. Maybe just because I woke up in the middle of the night or whatever that circumstance was. The next day and someone else is there. Right. Stranger stranger danger. Like, hmm. (laughs) I know. And I have no recollection of how long he stayed. Probably just until our grandmother could come because they live downriver. Okay. So I don't imagine it was that long. But I have this vivid memory of him coming and me waking up and... There he was going downstairs. There's Mr. Catchpole. <laughs> I mean, that was the beauty of the neighborhood. Like that's I, how you did yes. it always. And do you remember, like, if you were going to walk, especially down to your house of honor, or vice versa, like you did the flashing of the porch lights to just yep. let everybody remember that. Like, just yes. let me know you're home and stand out on the porch and flicker it. You know, love thy neighbor was big back then. I don't yeah. know what happened, but there are like some of those sweet things that I just miss about life today, you know, mm-hmm. not to get down on it, but it's just, it was, it was pure. It was beautiful. Hey, sorry for the interruption, but I need to say attention all alumni. Are you ready to relive the glory days and reunite with your classmates? Look no further than myevent.com, the ultimate destination for planning unforgettable class reunions. With myevent.com, you're in control. Upload photos, upload event details, and connect with your classmates. And here's the best part. Access your class reunion anytime, anywhere with their mobile app. Spread the word on social media and watch the excitement grow. MyEvent.com brings your past, 
present and future together in one unforgettable event. Start planning your class reunion now. MyEvent.com. Your reunion, your way. All right, let's get back to the show. We had Everybody watched of- out for each other. Yes. Yes. We had a couple of things. When my brother, my middle brother, Chris, broke his back. Mm-hmm. when he was 16 mm-hmm. and the day he did it was the first day of summer vacation mm-hmm. and they were painting someone's house he and my brother tony mm-hmm. and they it was super hot and they had climbed a tree to have a a coke and cool off for a few minutes and mm-hmm. on the way down he stepped on a dead branch mm. and fell like 30 feet they had yeah. gone way up high in this tree and fell on the branch and broke his back and they had taken my mom's car. And so my mom and I were home and she didn't have a car. And the police called and really downplayed it because, you know, they didn't want her to panic. Um, like and the fire. So she was just annoyed, <laughs> you know, oh. and had no car and couldn't figure out how to get there. And Mr. Royal was home. Hmm. It was in the middle of the day. And Mr. Royal said, well, come on, I'll take you. And... um so he took her and which was just, you know, it, he was an artist and he was busy working and doing stuff, but dropped everything. And then, um, you know, it really became obvious really quickly that it was really bad. And just mm-hmm. the whole neighborhood just really rallied mm-hmm. around and there were meals provided and mm-hmm. I was taken care of. Um, you know, me and Tony were kind of put all around. Um mm-hmm. Because it was really, really bad for a while. And then I remember when he came home months and months later, he was in a full body cast and we had a station wagon. So he couldn't sit or Mm -hmm. stand. Mm -hmm. And we had a a station wagon that they slid him into at the hospital to get him home. But to get him into our house, you know, our house was one of those um, quad levels. So no matter what, you had to either go up or you had to go stairs. And to get him to where he... My parents were keeping him with a hospital bed and all that. There was a stairs and all the men came, Mr. Aronson and Mr. Brownson and um, Mr. Chamberlain. And, you know, all the men came Mm -hmm. and carried this 16 year old out of a Mm -hmm. um, station wagon on the stretcher Mm -hmm. into the house and got them all settled. So we just felt so loved. Yeah. From the neighbors. It was just fantastic. Beautiful story to share about a neighborhood. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I do remember some of that for sure. And it was a long road. And Mm -hmm. um, another thing that's beautiful about your family, Yvonne and I went to the same church. And um, you were of the, um, I I, I don't want to say Mormon, because I think it's later, later. Church of Latter-day Saints. Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Okay. Yeah. I want to be respectful of the name. Yeah. And so on Sundays, you, I would knock on that door. And I think I did it a few times until your mother finally <laughs> spelled it out. Like, it's a day for family. And so you, <laughs> Julie couldn't play with anyone because she was playing games with her family. And it yeah. was all this close-knit day of rest, truly. Yeah. And I remember just going back to my parents' house. First of all, I wanted to be a little house on the prairie and call my parents mom and pop. Uh, And then I wanted to play games on Sunday and like not do anything, you know, and just be on side. 
And I don't know about you, Yvonne, but I wasn't going to get my two brothers to sit with me to play a game for the life of me. But it was such a beautiful thing that your family did that I I remember. I remember you cannot knock on that door on Sunday because they are all together. And I thought that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we had a lot of fun doing things together as a family. Yes. And you had how many siblings? I'm the youngest of five. My sister See? Sandy's the oldest, mm-hmm. and then there's three in between. Which and was Sandy got married when she was 18. Yeah, and had her first child when she was 20. So there was extended family really quickly around mm-hmm. too. Not only did we get to go ride our bikes unsupervised, they would send me out with a brand new baby in a stroller, and I'd disappear yeah. around the neighborhood for hours. <laughs> no, no sunblock. Just take them around. <laughs> And Julie and Julie knows this story, but I learned about the birds and the bees because Sandy got pregnant and Julie's mom said, do you have any questions? And I was like, sure. Yeah, I've got questions. <laughs> and she just kind of told me. So I remember t- my mom was driving me to remember Banned Drugs by Farmer Jazz. Yes. yes. And we pull in and I said, oh, Sandy's having a baby and and Julie's going to be an aunt. And here's how the baby was made. <laughs> I think she was just going to go right into the drugstore. But I mean, it saved her saved her story time. But yeah, that's how I found My out. My family was very open. Yes. It was very cool. <laughs> very, very cool. And Yvonne, you have a large family. We do. We have six siblings. And where were you? Are you the youngest? I'm number, I'm actually, I'm sorry, there's seven kids. I'm number six of seven. So I okay. was. I was one of the younger, the older ones always teased because there was four kids and then there was a break in time and then there was the three. So the four older were the original family. They would say, <laughs> and I said, that's all fine because you know what happens as time goes on, things get better. The parents, you know, get established and all that. So we benefited from being that part of that second family. So. Yeah. That's funny that that's what you called it. No, that's what the, that's what the four older always said. They were the original. It's like, so George was the youngest. Do you remember George her, her the youngest young, brother, yeah. George? Then so it's Mike, Di- Mike, Diane, Larry, Greg, Dennis, Yvonne, and, and George. Right. Did, did you call him Georgie? Oh, he is Georgie. Georgie. Okay. I was going to say, I remember Georgie. Yeah. And they yeah, had this and- big converter van. Like it was like, oh my gosh. Oh, oh yes. my gosh. It was the Brady Bunch van. It was huge. Yeah. And I remember we would go down to your house and your parents were wonderful because they were strict about PG versus G movies. And we would get the- <laughs> When they were was- watching. <laughs> well, but that was nice. Like back then, that was nice that everybody, you know, when people say maybe they were too lax and let us go, they were, you had to bring the newspaper down and show the movie time. And we yes. would pick all together. Remember that? Get the newspaper out and we'd all go pile in that van and go to the movies. Yeah. Um, very classic. I have a memory with Yvonne. Um, she came with me to Florida for a uh, spring break or something or Easter yeah. or whatever it was. It was, but. Yeah. Looking back, especially now that I live here, we experienced a hurricane. We did. And I look, I think about that now, especially since I've been in so many. So we were in talking about like the contrast of communication. We were in a um, rented condo and Yvonne and I were in a pull out couch and my parents were in a one bedroom and the, we heard the storm for sure, but it wasn't until the next morning, there was just a piece of paper that they slid under the door that said, oh, you might want to sleep in be- in the kitchen in between the cabinets and stay away from the windows. We were never, there. Yeah. no one knocked on the door. No one notified us. 
Do you remember, Leanne, that we looked out the window and the palm trees were like, oh, we were like, it was sounded eerie. It was scary sounding. It was scary. What happened to your parents' car? Yes. Their windows blew out. Yeah, because the whole one side, anybody who was parked on the one side, it came through and and took out all the windows. Took out all the windows. And and the really weird thing in true Florida fashion was I like, you know, the next day the sun came out and we just went back to the beach. Like we did. But we were in a hurricane in Fort Myers. Like, geez. So here's Yvonne calling her parents on a payphone. Like, we're okay, but we were in a hurricane. (laughs) So just to, to, to circle back when you said your, your youngest brother was, was born Beth and Becca, the twin life, we have to address it because it was such an anomaly then, especially Beth, you being a teacher now, twins are like everywhere. And it was such a unique situation back then. So I would love to know uh, about that and, and just start with, was there a history in your family or okay, or just so, a loving, loving happenstance? Or? We actually didn't know that at the time that there were twins in our history and our heredity. Um, okay. Our dad was adopted, so oh. we didn't have any background information, medical information. And as it turns out in hindsight, so he found out about his, uh, where he came from around age 70. He mm-hmm. did some research and um, he had maternal uncles. His mom's two brothers were twins. After all this time. Yep. So yes. So we finally it, know where we come from. Yes. Oh so my up, gosh. Up, up one generation and over. <laughs> To his mom and then my dad, down to my dad. So, Did you have, that's that's actually very sweet that even this late in life, he, he discovered that. I think that's actually mm-hmm. beautiful. Did you have a secret language or, or, or yes, you know, we did. We didn't uh, speak English. English. Okay. Yeah. We didn't even talk English words until right. we were about three years old. So all, all your course. own sign language version of yeah. things. It was a twin talk. So it was verbal. It was okay. not hand signals. But we would be in some kind of gibberish and we would speak and we would completely understand each other. And so we were highly verbal, because but we would only communicate with each other. Oh my gosh, and what then, a club. Oh gosh, I have I do remember doing that a little bit, but um our parents tell us that they sat us down around three years old and said, You have to talk like mom and dad now. <laughs> Basically, that's it. And I think that we were pretty good about it. I think we were probably just, okay, we got to obey mom and dad. We're just going to, and I think we just immediately went into speaking like they did. Yeah. Wow. It's interesting because you two did, you know, look alike and everything, but I, I thought of you as separate entities. I don't know if Julie and Yvonne felt the same way, but I, I, I noticed there were differences back then. I think I always thought of you as twins. I, I think part of that, Leon, is because of where I lived. Because oh. it was that difference around the curve. You weren't seeing them I do the know that me and you benefited a lot from uh, them being twins because we got a lot right. of their clothes. All you the time. together wearing the same outfits. It was all awesome. the time. <laughs> well, our mom made us wear the same outfits until we were about second grade. And then we had the same outfits going forward after that. But we could wear them on different days. Mm-hmm. So we had two of everything. So we were always giving pass me downs. And a lot of our clothes came from Karen Cronander. Oh, some Paul, of them. and Paula Chamberlain. And Paula Chamberlain. Oh yes, my gosh. Right. Yeah. So but it's and, interesting, Leanne, that you say about um, 
uh, the individual, you know, looking at us as separate entities, because some people did, like you and Yvonne and, and other people. And of course, you know, living so close to you guys, you just knew who was right. who. Um, right. Other people wouldn't, you know, necessarily put in the effort. They would just like, oh, the twins, you know, and it was always the Beth and Becca. You know, we were one person, Beth and Becca. Yeah. <laughs> My sister Sandy used to babysit sometimes for you guys. She did. And your mom would dress you in different colors and say, Beth is in pink and Beck is in blue or whatever. That's and exactly then you'd what go it up was. And, change, and then go you'd go up and change. Multiple times. Yes, we did. I remember we were always going up, down, up, down, and we'd come back. And poor Sandy. I hope she they paid gosh. her well. They, she she did not know who we were. She was uh, like, well, I don't know which is which anymore, but... Okay, last memory, and then I'll let you all go. But of course, trick-or-treating, such a fun time in the neighborhood. And we have to pay respects to our dentist, Judy Lyle's father. Yes. We, I mean, it was a classic. Yeah, you, knew, you knew you were going to get – he was trying so hard to convert us all, like – Go get your candy, but I'm going to give you a toothbrush and toothpaste when you go to the did, right? Every year. Yes. Every year. Yes. He did. And my parents used to always say, Don't you dare skip Dr. Lyle's right. house. Yes. <laughs> I Classic. was such a geek. I loved it. I couldn't wait. I was I thought that it was just so well, he had his name cool on it, like, remember? <laughs> yes. yes. They had gold embossing on it. Like totally cool. And then the homes that had the big candies, I can't recall, but it was a big deal if you had the, the big full bars. size. The big yes. bars. And someone on our street, I, um, I want to say around the, the bend in one of the courts, would have the garage um, where you go in and it was like a little haunted house. Yep. You know, going with the grapes the and water and you had to stick your hand yes. in. And there was a exactly. eyeball. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Well, we did have a great neighborhood. Is there anything before we go that I missed that somebody had on their notes or wanted to mention? Because we have a lot. We could talk all night long. For oh, sure. we could. The slumber parties. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Yes. So many slumber parties. Sleeping in the living room and just like <sighs> making breakfast in the morning and having corn on the cob at night. We would just have yeah. so much fun. I don't think kids do that where they, you know, it's funny because we all slept on in sleeping bags on the floor. Right. Or, yes. that, or on a couch or whatever. And now that's like such a, I know my kids, oh. when they would go places or they'd have kids over, you had them in a bed. Yes. Yeah. Do you have an extra spare room? No, I don't have a spare <laughs> no, room. No, no. And you're collecting their technology. So they're not, you know, there's not yeah, right. goofiness going on. Very you're different. Just, and absolutely. I don't know if it's also because there was a real trust that our parents all knew each other. Yeah. Uh, I know that life is different now. So, you know, to go to someone's house of, if you haven't had an opportunity to get to know the parents makes a difference, but it's, it's such a fun way to grow up, to have those memories of being up all night and just laughing and giggling. And, um, you know, there was such beauty and purity in it. And it's such an unfortunate thing that a lot of kids don't do that at all anymore. Oh, absolutely. Um, That's the memory, yeah. the laughter, the mm -hmm. playing silly games, like mm -hmm. the clapping games, Miss Mary, Mac, 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 Mac. Yeah. Mac. Broke All her dressed back, in back, black, black, oh, black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, and we played Kick the Can. We played uh, Red Rover, Red Rover. Red Rover. <laughs> freeze tag. Freeze yeah, tag. Oh, a lot red of freeze light, tag. Red light. red light before that squid game. Red light, green light. Yeah, right. Yeah. Some of you may not, because again, around the bend in our own club, the Deatons were in yes. the yeah. court. And yep. so Yvonne and I, for sure, because we were down at that side and Bridget, their dad was a golf pro 
um, and he had a long Cadillac and he would come home and we would all, if we were out playing in the Picard's yard and stuff, playing basketball, we'd all hop on the back of his Cadillac and he would drive us up the court. No helmets. No. I mean, we just did it. We all just popped on. Do you remember that, Yvonne? I do. And do you remember that every year, uh, I, I, I would assume it was 4th of July, he did a fireworks show. That's right. Yes. In the court. Yeah. 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 And then there would be somebody inevitably who had a toboggan that would drive the cars around the neighborhood. Yeah. So, so great. We were, I just we have were such fun. happy memories mm-hmm. of late summer evenings where it would seem like the whole neighborhood would be out on their porches yep. mm-hmm. and families would just take different turns going for walks and stopping and visiting. Yes. And then you'd keep going a little bit. And yes. And it was just a very happy, it's very friendly, a very yeah. friendly, happy neighborhood. We for years did Christmas breakfast with the Forehands. So the Forehands and Conwells were really close with my parents. And mm-hmm. so Mrs. Forehand started several years before they moved out doing like a brunch at their house on Christmas morning. And so we would mm-hmm. go there. And then even after they moved, uh, the Conwells and Forehands moved together uh, to another, I think it was Howell. We went there a couple times for uh, Christmas oh, brunch. Wow. So oh, nice. It was always something. I mean, everybody, I think, had their little traditions. Know, yes. Yeah. I just saw Nancy last weekend. So I oh, went to God. visit her in Chicago. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Oh, that's awesome. It was a lot of that's fun. That's great. Well, you're all next on my list. So be oh, prepared. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come visit. Come visit. Yep. Well, I can't thank you enough. I know it was very special to me to have all of you on. I've done neighborhoods before, but this was special because it's Eldritch Lane and, and all of you had such an important piece in my story. And I, I value your time tonight. I just love it. I'm going to get a little misty probably when we hang up, but it means a lot to see all of you. And I so full of gratitude that you agreed to do this tonight. So thank you so very, very much. Thanks for the invitation. You're very welcome. This was so much fun and so good to see all of you. And wasn't it fun? The Brady Bunch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Good night, everybody. Don't forget to stick around. All right, friends. That's it for this episode of Class Reunion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the show, write us a review, and share this podcast with a friend. Until next time.